hope I find you all well and that you are all keeping well and staying under the covering of God because once we walk away out of God's covering we become vulnerable to the devil so today my topic is he cannot take you down he cannot take you down I'm going to read from 1st Samuel chapter 16 verses 1 and then 10 to 13 1st Samuel chapter 16 verse 1 and then 10 to 13 it reads the Lord said to Samuel how long will you mourn for Saul seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel fill your horn with oil I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided for myself a king among his sons I'll read again the Lord said to Samuel how long will you mourn for Saul seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel fill your horn with oil I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided for myself a king among his sons I'm going to read from verses 10 to 13 verses 10 to 13 Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel and Samuel said to Jesse the Lord has not chosen any of these then he said to Jesse are all your signs here Jesse Jesse said there is yet the youngest he is tending the sheep Samuel said to Jesse send to him for we will not sit down to eat until he is here Jesse sent and brought him David had a healthy reddish complexion and beautiful eyes and was fine looking the Lord said to Samuel arise anoint him this is he then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brothers and the Spirit of God came mightily upon David from that day forward and Samuel arose and went to Ramah we see here these brothers Jesse's sons and when Samuel was sent by the Lord to go and anoint 
one of Jesse's sons. It looks like Samuel thought Obvious is the older one. But God doesn't really look at the countenance. God looks at the heart. I'm sure David being out there shepherding his father's flock. I'm sure that's why the Lord chose him because if you could manage to shepherd his father's flock protect his father's flock defend his father's flock that means he qualified to shepherd the nation so whatever you are doing right now can lead to something big so don't despise small beginnings where you are right now can lead to some bigger things so stay put in there and trust the Lord to lead you and where you are now whatever you are doing do it as you are doing it unto the Lord I'm going to move to first Samuel first Samuel chapter 19 and then we can see we want to see what happened after David had been anointed king of Israel because Samuel when Samuel anointed David as king of Israel Saul was still king of Israel so I'm beginning to wonder when Saul had heard that a young boy, a teenager, has been anointed to take your place. I wonder how Saul felt. Let's see. I'm going to read from First Samuel chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. It reads, Now Saul told Jonathan, his son, and all his servants, that they must kill David. Mm. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And he told David, Saul, my father, is seeking to kill you. Now, therefore, take heed to yourself in the morning and stay in a secret place and hide yourself. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are and I'll confess with my father about you and if I learn anything I will tell you and Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul his father and said to him let not the king sin against his servant David for he has not sinned against you and his deeds have been of good service to you 
for he took his life in his hand and slew the Philistine. And the Lord wrought a great deliverance for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood and kill David without a cause? So he did Jonathan and Saul. As the Lord lives, David shall not be slain. Hmm. Was Saul telling the truth or was just playing up? Verse 7. So Jonathan called David and told him all these things. And Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as in times past. Then there was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines, and made a great slaughter among them, and they fled before him. Then an evil spirit from the Lord came upon Saul, as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand. And David was playing the lyre with his hand. Saul so to pin David to the wall with the spear. But he slipped away, so that Saul struck the spear into the wall. Then David fled and escaped that night. Hmm. We see Saul trying to kill David here with his spear. One thing that I've realized in this story is that when God has anointed you for his purpose, nobody, nothing can take you out of this world before you fulfill that which God has anointed you for. If we look at David, he had been anointed as king of Israel, but he hadn't sat on the throne yet. So there was no way Saul was going to kill him because David hadn't sat on the throne that God had anointed him for. So I'm speaking to you today. If God anointed you for his purpose, yes, the they might try to take you out or sickness might try to take you out but if you haven't fulfilled that which God has anointed you for there is no way the devil can take you out no so fear not when you have been anointed for a purpose by God you will fulfill it. Nobody can stop you. Nobody and nothing can take you out. We look at the story of Joseph, the son of Jacob. God gave him two dreams which showed his brothers and his father bowing before him. But because he was younger than his brothers they just couldn't think of themselves bowing before their young brothers they <laughs> they wanted it to be the other way around Joseph bowing down to them so they hated Joseph because of his dreams 
They, they decided to kill Joseph to stop these dreams coming to pass. But because the dreams hadn't been fulfilled, there was no way they were going to kill him. God spared him and used a big brother who put him in a pit and hoping to rescue him afterwards. But when the brother saw these Ishmaelites, he thought, oh, if Joseph is rescued, he's going to be taken back home and those dreams be fulfilled. So they decided to sell him to the Ishmaelites. And they sold him to the Ishmaelites. He was taken into Egypt. And then they thought, that's it. We're not going to see him again. That's it. That's the end of those dreams. But hey, God says he works all things together for good for us. God is a God who can take what the enemy had meant for evil and turn it for our good. So when they sold him to the Ishmaelites, who were going to take him into Egypt, little did they know that Joseph was Joseph's assignment was in Egypt. So God used their evil plan to put Joseph on the pathway to his destiny. Yes, when he was in Egypt, he went through some trials. But every trial that Joseph went through, didn't break him because it was taking him a step towards to his assignment towards to the fulfillment of his dreams when he was in Potiphar's house he was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife which made him to end up in prison in prison that's where he was going to meet up with the baker and the butler and the butler who later introduced him to Pharaoh when Pharaoh had dreams that he couldn't interpret so every trial that Joseph went through was taking him a step forward to his destiny, to the fulfillment of his dreams. Every trial that you are going through right now is not there to break you, but it's taking you a step forward to the fulfillment of your dreams. It's taking you a step forward to the manifestation of your dreams. It's taking you a step forward to your destiny don't complain when you are going through trials they are stepping stones and guess what the same brothers of Joseph 
would thought they had stopped the fulfillment of the dreams that he had. They found themselves standing before the manifestation of those dreams. I tell you, those people who thought you were going to amount to nothing, those people who rejected you, they are going to live long enough to see you standing in the manifestation of God's promises upon your life in Jesus' name. If we look again, the story of Paul, after Paul, uh, after Paul started to minister Jesus Christ, we see how many persecutions this man went through. There is a time when they beat him up, stoned him and left him for death. But hey, because he hadn't fulfilled the assignment God had called me him for, he didn't die. He didn't die. We hear when they left him for dead, the other disciples surrounded him and prayed for him. And he was up again, preaching the gospel. So nothing can take you out before you fulfill what God has called you for. Don't be intimidated. Keep going. Keep moving. Because nothing or no one will be able to take you out until you fulfill that which God has called you to do. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.